Welcome to another episode of the Building Savages podcast. Have the one and only Coach EP in the building next to me. Oh, yo, yo, yo. What's up, guys? Happy right, morning. We're get... in the morning. Yes. Yeah, we're changing up the time today, man. We're recording in the morning. Evan got his coffee with him. It's a really cool hey, 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 it's, it's the Hulk. <laughs> yeah, it's the Hulk. Yeah, love it. And before we get started, make sure you like, subscribe, set your notifications. You can listen to us on YouTube. If you're watching this right now, then that means you're listening to us on YouTube. But we're also available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and some other stuff out there that we don't know the name of, but we just get it in our market. We, so. we, we on there, though. We on, yeah, we on we something. Like, well, just search Building Sandwiches and we're on there. And we're getting close to the end of the year, guys. And we've yeah. been at this thing for a little over six months now, so... It's awesome seeing it grow. We appreciate all the support that's been here through the journey. And we'll we'll be bringing an end-of-the-year wrap-up to you guys pretty soon. So that'll be fun just to kind of reflect on the whole year that we've had setting us up for 2024. Yes, sir. Damn, man. This year, I think we say every year, and it's actually really annoying, but, like, this year flew the fuck by. It gets faster as you get older, dude. I think so, too. Yeah. That's a real thing. Yeah, it is. Yeah, things will fly fast. I think you just get busier with life and shit like that. But I mean, it's a it's a good problem to have, I guess. But it also makes you realize like how important it is to like make sure like your time um use your time effectively and you like enjoy life. For sure, it flies. I was just having that conversation the other day. Yeah. Like, I'm not work. I'm not working just to be working more. Oh my god! On oh God! On oh God! Yeah. Next year, next year's vacation time. Like I'm like I'm already planning. We talked about before. I'm already planning a whole bunch of trips next year: Mexico, okay. Colombia, going to PR, um, probably going back to Jersey to see some see some fam. Oh wow, that's about four that you about you. Yeah, need, right. right. You, you told oh, me you yeah. told me one a quarter. You told me one a quarter. I took I, I take your advice, bro. I got one a quarter, and oh, I'm going yeah. to in, in the in January. I got a bachelor party trip in Colorado, so like zooted is the word i'm gonna be oh, nah, zooted. Evans outside. Yeah, I'm outside. <laughs> <laughs> word zooted do kids use zooted anymore but uh, <laughs> i was gonna be red the whole time skiing and stuff like that and then bust them off in it and bust on my face again jesus christ <laughs> <laughs> while I'm skiing and then come back up yeah bro it's gonna be a good time but yeah i have a lot of trips the Building Savages podcast is not condone being zooted and skiing. I just want to, <laughs> want to put that out there right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, bro, don't, don't, do what, don't do what I do. Don't do what Evan does. No, don't do what sounds I do. It's very dangerous. Yeah, it sounds super dangerous. I'm going to come back with a broken leg in 2024. It's going to be oh, me man. having ACL reconstruction surgery. Yeah, I'm zooted and skiing. Zooted and skiing. You high and you high on a mountain. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Oh, it's good. Good to start off with some laughs because today is all about laughs. We're gonna have a nice, lighthearted episode. Somehow this might turn deep because I just know how we can go. But I'm gonna try to keep this lighthearted the whole time. Somebody's gonna make get made fun of. We're gonna crack some jokes. So don't worry, guys. But but yeah, you know how we is. We just gotta we we gotta give you guys advice and give you some knowledge. And the only way to do that is to be a little boring. But just a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. But we gotta go ahead and do the thing. So I was talking to Evan. I was like, we should do a, a fun episode just kind of discussing some of the worst fitness advice that we've heard in our journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether this is directly or indirectly to us, to share some of the things that we've heard, which is probably common information that's out there for a lot of people. So we're here to shit on stuff today. <laughs> that's hey, what we're here to do. My favorite. <laughs> my favorite. 
I love shitting my shit. All right. So I got a really funny, I have real funny advice. This was when I was at my old gym. I love this guy. I want to, I want to think my podcast is big enough that he could possibly hear this. So I'm going to leave this nameless. <laughs> <laughs> so good call. That's a good call. We were, um, we were doing squats and in the powerlifting world, like, you know, a lot of people are just very low bar, very like super wide stance with squatting. But his advice was us to was pretty much telling us like, you don't want to use your quads when you squat, because then you're gonna make yourself weaker. And as I'm listening to this, I'm like, then like almost the sole purpose of squatting is to to use your quads. <laughs> like, yeah, as far as I know, that's what I was taught. Dude, I was like so puzzled by this. I was younger in the game, like listening to it. I knew it was completely wrong because I've been squatting yeah. my whole life, but I was just like looking at like a, the, the group of people that would be there and how they would do shit and i was like well it makes sense why a lot of these squats look the way that they do and they yeah. were like extra wide stance extra like low bar and just squat into the box it was just like a bunch of unnecessary stuff to just like just go down and squat man yeah they went straight to west side and they only took like parts of west side stuff yeah and that's exactly um the the model that he followed a lot was west side but it yeah. was, um, guys, use your quads to squat. It's perfectly normal. It's perfectly, perfectly yes. fine. Yes. It's, it's a and part of squatting. Your, your legs are going to flex. Your, your knees are going to flex and your knees are going to extend. And that is impossible to do without your quads. Yeah. It's, it's a full body movement because you have to use your full body. Like, I don't understand. Like, how is the thought process behind that, like, to not use your quads to, like, reinforce, like, glue engagement? Is that why he, like, kind of, like, was, like, Maybe like he used the wrong words to actually describe I, it. I, I guess, but their their squats were very much like Indeed. they were so leap forward, bro, that it was damn near like a good morning. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, yeah like but yeah. like not even butt down. Like they were just hinge. Like it was yeah, they were just hinging. It was like the extreme hinge with like the with with like the the glutes pushed back extremely far. Yeah, that's the one thing I kind of regret. I don't I don't regret too much in my journey, but I really do wish that like I didn't go through that super sumo stance like um squatting phase. Yeah. I feel like I really fucked myself up with that for so many years following. Because like to get lower my body would just like get wider, 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 turn your toes out, turn your toes out more. And it's just like I'm not utilizing my knees and I'm not utilizing my ankles the way that I should be. So yeah. I was just making up other ways to get down in my squat opposed to just mobilizing the areas to help me get down in my squat yeah just like shortchanging shortchanging yourself by not being a not focusing on the mobility that you need to get down there um i think another good one is of course say on the squat topic is like again i don't have like personal like bad um advice um i can remember little bits and pieces i'm gonna have a horrible memory i don't have terrence memory um but i mean knees over toes like is a bad thing and i know like nowadays everybody's like a big his knees over toes guy has like reinvented squatting but like it was never a problem to begin with never a problem never a problem like knees over toes is totally fine especially like if your levers are like supposed to do that or if you're longer you're supposed like sitting back is a good cue but for a lot of people like it just doesn't work so you have to figure out their levers and actually do it right and squatting isn't bad for your knees let's get that shit like out of the fucking way right now squatting is not bad for your knees no 
I was actually introduced to squatting. Now, I'm glad you brought that up. I was introduced to squatting that your knees should never go over your toes. Yeah, that's how I was introduced. I to was it. I was actually um, I was like under that mindset for a, for the first couple years of my lifting journey. Yeah, and this is another reason. Like the more I like harken back to shit going on in my like, it just leads to why my ankles are so terrible today. Fair enough. Yeah. You know, like I was literally like, as if my knee were was gonna track over my toes, I would like force them to go back, and I would like push myself back more, and I would allow myself to fall over more, just like little shit like that. And I'm as I got older, and I just like understood that it's not about if your knee goes over your toes or not. If you have a narrow stance and you have really mobile ankles, it's damn near gonna be impossible for your knees not go over your toes. That's really a matter of like your your the contact of your foot to the floor and what your hips are doing, mm -hmm. you know, and there's some people who still, who still um, believe that today, like, Oh no, my knees can't go over my toes. So like, they'll do things like turn their toes out when they might not need to, or they'll just yeah. sit back a little bit more when they might not need to. It's like, you can just drop, dude. You'll be perfectly yeah. fine. Exactly. Yeah. If you have the egg mobility, just fucking do it. Just drop. I think, I think, I think a, a, a cute, like not a cute, but a lesson like everybody needs to squat the same was like a big thing. Like, Everybody needs to squat exactly the same. But once you understand, like, I mean, through experience, like, the type of mobility you have, the type of leverages that you have and all that stuff, like, you're going to squat differently. I like yeah. to squat shoulder-width apart, uh, shoulder-width apart, but, like, sometimes, like, I can, if I, I damn near need to put my feet together and squat full down. Oh, I that's amazing, dude. I, can, I don't have that ability do yeah. at all. Yeah, so I can squat, but, like, do I want to? No, because I don't feel powerful there. But, like, that's the thing. It's just, like, Everybody needs to squat exactly the same. It's not like a fucking thing that that works anymore. And I think as we're talking about this, you'll find like these are old style stuff, but like some people still believe this shit. And it just doesn't like compute in my head. Um, but yeah, the squatting thing is like it, that right there. It doesn't make any sense to me. Um, let's see, knees over toes, hips down. I mean, squatting ass to grass like was probably like the thing that helped me out the most understanding that how important mobility was because like. If I so here's the thing, squatting ass grass isn't necessary. Let's get that out of the way. Squatting ass grass isn't necessary for anything. Getting your hips parallel or below is good, yeah. good thing. But um, squatting ass to grass in the beginning and only doing that way helped me understand the importance of mobility in my ankles in my hips. Because if I didn't do that or get ass grass, like I wouldn't be able to do the movements that I could today. So I'd rather have started ass to grass and understand the basics of getting at least parallel or below parallel than starting too high and then yeah. trying to get too low. That's harder to do. That's harder to do. So like now that I have the mobility, I can do whatever the fuck I want with my hips and my and whatever. But at least I understand like where my power is and stuff like that. Um, I do think squatting ass to grass, having the body weight ability is important though. Oh, super important. Like when you start talking about load, I think the conversation changes. But being able to do that with without weight and just like comfortably, I think that's a good thing. Yeah, that's very that's a that's a good point. I think people need to understand. I mean, you should be able to do it. Like, it's like a natural thing to do. That's a movement yeah. that is basic for everybody. And again, a lot of people don't have the ability to do that because you just lose it because you don't use it. Um, I think another squat. I think after this, we got we're done with squat. We're gonna move on. But another squat thing that I kind of um uh is not bad advice but it's kind of like lost its value but needs to kind of like be worked on is butt winking but mm -hmm. winking being a uh uh a, not like a negative like a 
negative or positive thing. Like it is an issue that needs to be solved. Um, but a lot of people don't understand, think that it's um a glute weakness when necessarily it's actually like a mobility issue. Yeah. So like it's like a lot of times like if your butt wink, it's because like your low back is trying to find uh mobility from somewhere else, which is usually like your ankles. So a lot yeah. of times what you can do is like elevate your heels or work on your ankle mobility and sometimes your butt wink goes away. But it's finding mobility in different spots. So don't think that your butt wink on the ground isn't necessarily an issue because some people are strong when they butt wink, even though like it doesn't make any anatomical sense. But they're just good there. Just know that it's not coming from weakness. It's coming from mobility issues or mobility weakness or anything. It's just searching for mobility for your low back. Yeah, what are the good ones that we have? See. Um, yeah, I just had one in my head. Oh, there was a guy at my old gym. He used to max out on rear delts. Max out on rear delts? <laughs> fuck? Max out on rear delts. What does that even mean? What does that even mean? It's <laughs> exactly how it sounds, bro. I oh, thought that was the funniest oh, shit in the world. We'll just like be like one rep, but like, I'm yeah. Done. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you, I never that seen this like, again in my life. But <laughs> oh my god, that sounds like a rotator cuff tear, like waiting to fucking happen. Yeah, we walked in the gym, me and my cousin, the one that was on here, um, the one that that we invited on the podcast one time. We walked in the gym one day. He was like. Yeah, man, just just did um just max out on rear delts today. <laughs> it's like you my did god. what? <laughs> what does that even mean? Oh my god! The reason why this is so funny, guys, rear delts is literally a very small muscle that sits behind your shoulder. It's the the rear part of your shoulders. Anything that's isolation work should never be maxed out. No, save that no. for the compounds. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, he, he went, yeah. He would use the machine like the, how people use the like the the pull apart machine or the reverse yeah. fly. And he would max out on that. Oh my god! Like backwards, like yeah. Jesus Christ! What yep. fucking that's crazy. Wrapped up, wrapped up in elbow wraps and like yeah. um, wrist sleeves and shit like that. Like he's oh. like really go, really going hard to it, dude. <laughs> like, oh my god, bro! That would be so fucking funny to watch. Uh, it's always funny going back to like the old gyms and finding like shit like that, like little bits and pieces. I think that's also why like I don't have like. A lot of advice because like it's been a while since i've been at commercial gyms but like it's always fun like watching the old man like wear a belt the whole fucking time or like yep. like fucking swinging the weights because like technique doesn't matter and shit like that and they just come up with like their own fucking bro science and i guess like this is also bro all bro science of anything right i don't i never heard this in a bro science book though, i know yeah but i know it's wrong it's, it's wrong <laughs> this is this might be like this might be like the bro encyclopedia some shit like that. <laughs> this is deep. I never heard that shit before. Bro, I never heard that shit in my life. Yeah, that's dumb. Uh, he was always beat up too. His yeah, body was his body was destroyed. Like yeah, like that. And now that I think about it, like I haven't been at a um a regular gym in a long time because I've been working at like boutique places for a while, but. Um, at Apollo, man, I used to see some shit, bro. Like, oh, I don't doubt I used it. To see some shit, and it was so normal to me because I was there all the time. And then you leave, and then you realize, like, wait, this shouldn't be oh, shit. normal. Like, <laughs> oh, like, what was one of the dumbest things you ever seen at, at Apollo? Outside of the rear delts, but um, people used to put on knee wraps for like one plate on the leg press. Yeah, 
that was like a really big thing, dude. Yeah. And I was and, and like as I got older, I just realized like if I have to do all of that to rep out a plate on a leg press, bro, like it's not worth. I just got to go back to learning how to squat again. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. you're you're going backwards. You're going backwards. I think that's uh that that's also a thing. Um, not advice, but like you shouldn't need that much support to do something that should naturally be occurring. Like, yeah, I mean, if you're, I think the thing is like, um, fight through the pain, something you like, you see, you feel pain. There's always something else you should be fucking doing. Or for something. sure. For sure. Like, like if one you, plate on the leg press is not enough that you should be wearing knee wraps, man. I'm sorry. Nope. It, it's nope. just not. That's what it's I saw a lot over there. Now that, now that we're talking about it is like the, um, the use of lifting equipment as like yes. a crutch. Yes. Yeah. It took me years to like really understand that part. Like like my 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 start in fitness was very different because I, I kinda like started right in a hardcore place with hardcore bodybuilders and hardcore power lifters. So it helped me see some things early on, but there was definitely some things I had to unlearn over time. Yeah. To where like things that might have been regular, it's like this really shouldn't be that regular. Like today, I actually don't even really lift with equipment. Yeah, like wrist wraps, elbows, and stuff like that. And it's not that I'm against it. It's just that for for I'm not looking to be like overall lift as much weight as possible with whatever equipment possible. Like I'm not in that stage right now. For me, it's just I care about how strong I can get. Pretty much just where my body is. And right. if I really, really want to put something heavy on, which hasn't been in the last like year, but I'll throw a belt on. Yeah, that's the that's so, the furthest. That's the furthest that's, I'll that's get. That's as far as I get. When I was doing um, uh, strongman training with Chino, like I would throw a wrist wrap on when we were doing like the circus dumbbells, like th- that that type of stuff is just extremely heavy to the body. So, you know, I was being more like. I guess I was using a little more protective equipment with that, but like where I'm at today, I don't, I don't need to put on the elbow yeah. wraps and like wrap myself up like a mummy to lift. Like that shit is just a little crazy. I think, I think, I think the word right there, like that you said that was really intriguing or really like important to understand is they're protective. They're yes. not necessary. People will, will do this stuff and think it's necessary. So like, I mean, the weight belt at a certain limit, if it, it, it like, if you have low back issues or whatever like that, like that might be necessary. Wrist stuff, if you broke your elbow, that might be necessary. But like if you're lifting like sub max, like I usually say, I, I usually tell people, and you should put a belt on or put wrist wraps whenever you you think you feel comfortable. But like around 75% is like when you think you might need preventative stuff. Because you never know what can happen around 70, 80%, 80% of whatever, one rep max. Like if you do dumbbell bench, barbell bench, or like, deadlifts and shit like that or whatever yeah you know i mean but like you should be testing where your body's at without having to deal with the equipment because like what's going to happen when you go outside outside and you're lifting boxes are you going to wrap your wrist and put yeah. on a weight belt to like lift up a box every single time because you're you're on you're so fucking scared of lifting that up you know what i mean like you're training for life and like uh, as far as i know i'm not carrying wrist wraps everywhere where i go or carrying a belt wherever I... hold on hold on hold on chalk belt Okay, let me pick up these groceries real quick like, and just, like, set up perfectly. It's not going to happen that fucking way. Um, yeah, so that's actually why I kind of, like, I really don't have most of my clients lift with a belt, honestly, because none of them have, like, all of them just kind of want to be, like, worldly strong and, like, worldly yeah. in shape. So I try, 
like the people that really, really want to lift heavy, I have them do a belt, which is very small for my population today. Cause a lot of what we do is just like what we can kind of handle with our body in its natural state. But yeah. what I do recommend for people who do like to lift with um like supportive gear, know the difference of your one rep max without gear and know the difference with your one rep max with gear and figure out what you're trying to train for at the moment. So for, for like, um, for me, like if I'm, I have it thrown on a belt, I don't throw on a belt. So I know what I'm going to lift with a belt is going to be X amount of pounds higher than I can do without a belt. Yeah. So for me, even though I might be pushing heavy without a belt, it's still not the heaviest I can put my body through because I'm not using supportive gear. And I almost forget like how helpful supportive gear can be not to say like, it's this crazy thing that changes everything different from what you're doing, but it, it does, it does aid you even sometimes in just the confidence and having that, that feeling of more support to allow you to push more weight. It's like, yeah, this shit can be uh, remarkably different. Yeah. You know, so what, um, a lot of the bigger lifters, like you really should clarify it's okay. Am I trying to lift as much as I can lift? Maybe I want to throw in the wrist wraps and the elbows, um, the elbow sleeves or the belt, the wrist, knee sleeves, whatever. If I'm just trying to be like bodily strong, then you really don't want to utilize any of that stuff. Like, or Evan said, unless maybe you have something that's like a little bothersome for you. So maybe don't a wrist wrap on or, you know, just to kind of get you through what's happening. Yeah. I know have, I have some people wear knee braces where, you know, some people yeah. had like some dislocations in the knees or whatever. So just to um, give a little more support for some of these movements that we're doing, like, yeah, go through with it. But for the yeah. most part, yeah, I, I actually have my people go more like equipment, like less, like no equipment, bare. Bare. Yeah. I think bare, I think bare is the right way to go. And it also helps prevent the injuries and like all this, like the need for supportive gear. Cause like I was using a lot of supportive gear, like wrist wraps and like, elbow stuff knee stuff when i was powerlifting too and i guess it's also because like you're training like at a super max like level consistently so like things are gonna be more in like nicks and ticks and stuff like that well like, you know that's what the field does so you just kind of do it exactly you just kind of do it exactly so um as i've gotten older and as i gotten stronger i've had to i i can use less of it like i i don't need i i've broken both of my wrists before so like so like now like my fucking i used to own wrist wraps and have to wear it every time I bench. I don't have to do it anymore. Like I bench heavier than I've done did like before. Like I was doing powerlifting. So like it just helps it just builds the the um builds the density in your bones and it actually helps you get a little stronger throughout that. Um I think another I think going going to side going sideways for for a belt um or laterally in this one is a deadlift or for your low back. Like that thought process, like it's only for your low back and you should only be feeling in your low back. I remember deadlifting and like big fucking arch and like only putting pressure in your low back and like wondering my, why my low back hurt all the time instead of like thinking about it being a full body movement and like not affecting my lower back. And we talked about this shit before. Like there are movements, especially compound movements, where it is natural for you to feel your low back. Yes. Like you're providing tension and you're providing and you have to provide support and your low back's going to feel fatigued from lifting a certain way. It's natural. Like, don't freak out. If it's pain, it's different than actual tension. Those are two different fucking things. But if you're training deadlifts only for your low back, you have a fucking issue. You're training. Sure. 
you're fucking training wrong. Like I have, I have constantly struggled in the beginning of my career, just like deadlifting and thinking like, oh, I'm going to round my back. I'm going to lift this motherfucker up and like round my back, put super big arch and shit like that. And like fucked up my back multiple times. I, I'm surprised I don't have a hernia right now. <laughs> i don't have a hernia or dislike or like my spine isn't fucking broken because i was so stupid but um yeah delos or not for your back and it's okay and we talked about this before but i'm not gonna sit here too long it's okay to feel your low back in certain exercises you need to use it part of your body and you can't just fucking separate your low back and put it to the wall and like never fucking feel it yeah. so like it's natural but listen to pain Pain is not something you should be going through when you're lifting, too. And that's, like, the supportive knee gear stuff. Like, if it hurts you to fucking plate, like, one fucking uh, leg press, like, push, like, one fucking thing, that is not the right exercise for you. Not the right exercise for you. Yeah, you need to scale back and, and work yeah. on some other things. Man. Oh, like, at that point, this is your ego. I see people with knee wraps doing leg extensions. Oh, my God. Leg bro. extensions. Oh, my God. Oh, that's ridiculous. And if you're wearing knee wraps, you already know how hard it is to bend your knee with knee wraps on. That's, that's <laughs> and not leg extensions is all knee knee flexion and knee extension. Yeah, you're just you're 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 that doesn't make any sense. Like you're just trying to what like prevent more knee flexion or more knee extension. Well, or, those are the guys that really really go heavy on knee extensions. Which is like, like I've seen. I, that used to be a thing for me too. Like. You're putting on like 150 pounds and just cranking away at the leg extensions, throwing yeah. that shit, throwing that shit. Like, just the thought of that today feels like my knee's gonna explode. Oh my god! <laughs> like, I remember you should that. Never be, you be swinging around your leg extensions. You shouldn't be like like that. Exercise is not meant to be heavy. Nobody in the world probably needs 200 pounds on a leg extension. No, no, no. no. It is a lot of pressure, especially like going back down. I mean, I, there's people that break oh, their yeah, knees doing that shit. It's a lot of fucking knee knee flexion or knee 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 flexion to go back down and having that much weight, especially eccentrically, is fucking crazy. I, oh, I got I got some shit. Oh, now now that we're here, two things: stop jumping on the leg press. Just put weights on it. You don't you don't need I mean, jumping you, on the leg press. You, you ever saw with like the videos of people like jumping on the, like someone's on the leg press to add themselves as weight? Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. I used to do that oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I used to do that shit. We all used to do it. Uh, we yeah. did stupid shit when we was in the gym. That's why we can laugh at this. Exactly. There's no need for us to be on a leg press, bro. Forgot, Especially if there's room that. for weights. Yeah, yeah I, I forgot about that. Because yeah, yeah. we don't have leg presses at our gyms. Nope. Yeah, like, no, that's still a thing, man. People are getting on top of leg presses and making them push. Like, And, and the funny part is people will jump on a leg press and there's mad room for weights. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> just put the fucking you're, weights you're, you're on the gym. Just, you're just a douchebag. I'm sorry. You're just you're just doing douchebag things to like fucking think you're cool and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah you I don't do need that. to jump on a sled either. Like the sled has enough room for plates to go. Like it's exactly. perfectly fine. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Doesn't make you look badass. Stop sumo deadlifting the treadmill machines. <laughs> oh my god, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Fucking crazy, bro. Uh, yeah. It's uh, yeah. Don't you don't have to show out. Uh, don't don't show out just get in there get your work done and leave i think uh another another one that that was i didn't understand until like i grew out of it it's like you don't need a max every fucking day i think that took me the longest to like fucking get because like i didn't have like a, a powerlifter program like you like i was like 
following my boy and like we were always like every day would be like we, we bench we bench max on monday we squat as heavy as we can on tuesday or wednesday or whatever like that and we that was it. me i didn't get a powerlifting program to like my last two powerlifting meets actually oh yeah then we we're then we we're all then i trained very intuitively out. yeah no, I did not train it very intuitively. I was like, I was competitive as fuck. I was like, no, I'm gonna look more than you. And I was just like, <laughs> stupid. Monday, Monday's max bench, th- Monday. Wednesday's max bench, Friday's max close grip bench. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Bench, bench, bench. And I still suck at bench. None of that like, at all. Like, I'm garbage at bench. But yeah, just like lifting fucking super heavy. And it's also like interesting. Like, I remember, like, and I remember this vividly of why this didn't work and what it clicked into my head was that seeing going to the gym and doing the same thing over and over again, um, was helping me with my, with my maxes because like I was, a, I was a newbie, like things are always yeah. going to be better if you're going to be a newbie. But, um, I was seeing the same guys come to the gym at the same time, all lifting the same weights for the same two years. And they were the same size. And I was like, how are they not getting any bigger? But I am, but now my numbers aren't getting any better either. So like I then it started bothering me. So like then I started figuring it out. It was watching other people not get any better and just doing the same thing over and over again that like confused the fuck out of me. So like that was the thing. I remember dude benching two twenty five every day and just like getting big, like yep. thinking he was shit, but never going above two twenty five and doing the same rep scheme. Or never go under under. Or they start there. Like they start there. <laughs> like, you're not even gonna warm up like jesus um so that really opened my eyes to like see like how important it was to like actually have a successful program and follow something because then that's actually going to provide you the most success if you first off if you max every day you're gonna hurt yourself yeah it's a ticking time bomb it's just literally ticking time young kids that they didn't get away with it the teenagers the shit it's it's trust me it's a ticking time bomb exactly exactly um that was one I think like nutrition, some nutrition stuff is also like, I think nutrition one is like always the worst because like, oh, yeah. well, like rice is bad for you. Yeah. Like rice is bad for you. You got nothing but the Asian cultures and they eat nothing but rice. Exactly. Yeah. I remember. I remember Perfectly healthy people. Yeah, I remember the leanest I've ever gotten was uh, every day I would have chicken and broccoli, no carbs. And I was lean as fuck. But like I had no energy to do anything, but I was like I was I look good. And I feel like people still do that where they just don't eat anything and whatever like that. And they because they look good, like it was like okay, but like they were their performance fucking sucked. Like I would be white, I would be white walking out of the gym, like just because I was so depleted. So like calories are the calories are always king kind of thing. It's like you need your calories to train. Carbs are not a bad thing. Like shit like that is always bad. Um. I think, um, uh, dirty bulking stupid. That's also dirty bulking. Dirty bulking is the right way to bulk. Is stupid. Um, I remember explain dirty bulking to the people. Oh, who dirty bulking is oh, I fucking love dirty bulking. Dirty bulking is my favorite, but it's also very stupid. So dirty bulking is when you eat absolutely fucking everything. Everything. Like 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 fucking donuts, like um donuts, like hoagie, like pizza, all the fucking time. You eat everything. To gain gallons of milk. So I would do that. I would drink gallons of milk. I would have a mass gainer and I would have a peanut butter and jelly before I went to sleep. Yeah. So I remember I remember in college I did it because I just wanted to experiment. But oh man, it was so good because I ate so much fucking food. But anyway, um I gained I was like your ass had to be destroyed. Yeah. (laughs) Just imagine the bathroom. And I was like in a dorm room. Just imagine the bathroom. Um so I would uh 
I remember this. I think I was a uh, I in college. I was like maybe like one twenty or one thirty was probably like the the heaviest I've I've been in college, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna dirty ball. I got up to one eighty five, fat. Wow, fat, thick. Not even two C's, just like with a K, regular K. Like I was fat, and I, I cut it all. I cut it all down just because I wanted to see. But yeah, dirty bulk is not the right way. There's a there's a way to bulk that you don't have to gain excess amount of fat and then have to cut all that stuff down. Like obviously, when you bulk and you you add calories, you're gonna obviously gain a little bit of of body fat. That's a natural thing. You're gaining. You you are in a caloric surplus. But if you go over like two thousand to like three thousand every calorie intake and don't think you're gonna get fat, like oh my god! And the quality of foods, man. And the quality like... of foods is so bad. Like you're like, it was hard walking upstairs, like things like that. Like don't do it. Like stomach is hurting. Like that's hurting. Yeah, yeah. That's it was hurt. like standing. Like I would eat. I would eat to almost throw up. Like shit like that. That's also one. Like you, to bulk and gain muscle, you have to like almost eat until you throw up. Yeah. yeah, that was that 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 that's <laughs> advice. That's advice yeah, you have to like eat to the point that you want to throw up. Oh, someone um, told you that. Somebody told me that. Oh no, that was that. advice I've gotten when I was trying to bolt while I was trying to get some size. Like you have to eat until you can't that like, you're about to throw up and then like stop. And I was like, okay, because I didn't know any better and I never was like 180 before and I just did it and I was like that was a mistake, huge mistake. Like I was like, yeah. Walking up and downstairs, walking to class, bro. Nah, man, I would never be that big again. Like once fifty is like one fifty, one sixty is like comfortable. You were powerlifting at this time too, I'm assuming. No, actually, I wasn't. So that was in college. College, I didn't powerlift until like I was uh in Syracuse, which was like two years after. So I was just doing it just to get just to get as big as I could, um, just because like I was always. So here, here's here, here's how my body trajectory went. I was always a chubby kid. Now I lost a bunch of weight doing karate or doing Muay Thai. Then I started getting into lifting, but like I wasn't like gaining like a crap ton of size. So like during college, I was like, I'm gonna get as big as I could. So I got as big as I could while training and stuff like that, and cut it down. Then when I after after college, I was I was also doing CrossFit stuff. Like I was doing whatever I wanted in in college. But when I went to Syracuse, I followed the program, the first program I've ever done, and that was powerlifting. Then that taught me structure, so I didn't understand any structure or anything like that until college or after college.、Oh, yeah.、So、then I started powerlifting, and then I started understanding. I actually did gain a lot of weight, and that was just because like I had a bunch of free food, and I also、um, had no time to eat or like I mean cook or anything. So I gained a lot of weight back in when I was powerlifting too. Cut it back down, cut it back up. So I've been up and down.、Um, this is probably like the most consistent way I've been since like college, like since like before college. Um, but yeah, um, it's、wow. easy for me to gain weight, but it's hard for me to like stay consistent. But this is like the most consistent I've been because I actually have a consistent schedule, so that helps. But yeah, imagine being one eighty. Seriously, all right, I got one. Crunches will not make your stomach burn fat, and it also will not make your core strong. There you go. Yeah, that's a good one. It only gives me neck pain. <laughs> yeah, it's like you're giving. It's like you're giving reverse head. That's what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, man. Everybody be got. Everybody be like turkey neck in there and goblin. And basically, that's what you look like you're doing. I'm sorry. Like, don't do don't do crunches with your mouth open either, because then it'll be. <laughs>
Yeah, guys, like um, that that's still a thing for people. Like, oh, yeah. I I need to get this core right, so I'm gonna do a bunch of high volume core flexion, easy exercises until it burns. Of yeah. course, it's gonna burn. You do anything for a hundred reps, it's gonna burn. Like yeah. if I swing my arms around in a circle a hundred times, my shoulders are gonna be on fire. Doesn't yeah. mean it's doing anything for me. Yeah, that's it. That's you a know? good one. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. That. Uh. I. I think. Uh. The only way to get abs is to do abs is also like uh, it, what is it like kind of the same the same thought process as you that's what I heard the only way to get six pack is to do abs then it became the only way to get a six pack is to is in the kitchen was also the thing but the two things are wrong but in the middle is the truth yes yes so, I agree so that's with the it. thing that you guys have to understand like I'm not saying abs first off I think ab circuits are stupid and they're not fun for me, but if you enjoy it, more power to you, whatever gets you working out. But just understand you have to be at a certain body, body fat percentage to actually see your abs. So if you're working all this, all this shit, like doing all this stuff, but not having the nutrition, you're never going to see your abs. Yeah. But if you don't do enough, you don't need to do correct ab work, first of all, to get abs. There are sure. people that just squat, bench, deadlift and get abs. But if you do want to do that and get a little bit more of a definition into your abs then you do direct core work and then have the nutrition jesus christ and then have the nutrition this is what happens when you talk with your hands all right uh then do the nutrition then yeah you're gonna see your abs but i knew people that had a really defined six-pack whose core was weak as fuck oh yeah <laughs> yeah trying to do shit so yeah. that really does go to show that it is a body fat thing too but that's not to say train you want to train your core to be strong yes so a lot of the, the core work that I give people is to develop strength there and learning how to brace. I do some lumbar flexion stuff, but it's usually on the harder scale of lumbar flexion. You won't really see me doing crunches with people. That's kind of yeah. like non-existent in my training. It's just, to me, it's just a little pointless. Yeah. So I'd rather give you exercises that I know are just a little more bang for your buck. And I, and I just kind of go to exercise that I know that are hard, that forces you to engage your core on a deep level and build strength that way. And then you mix that in with good nutrition, your abs will start to pop. So it goes both ways, like Evan said. But yeah, goes stop doing ways. easy core work. Easy core work does nothing for you. Nothing. And I think uh, and, and it's like, so in my program in Alpha, I put core work is more for them than it is for me. Like, I think people need to understand that a lot of your core stuff is the bracing, but a lot of it's anti. So anti-extension, anti-rotation, that's what your abs are, are meant to do. They're not supposed Flexion, extension is a, they're supposed to move around, but like to get them stronger, um, you want to anti-extend. So like dead bugs or whatever like that, you want anti-rotate, stuff like that. So doing the opposite of what people usually do with the crunches is like what actually builds strength in your abs, like carries and shit like that, whatever. Um, but going into the lumbar spine. So here's the thing. And this is like a new, uh, old thought process, but a new learning process for me was the fact that I remember this and we go by joint by joint method all the time. And we talk about yeah. it. Um, if you have low back pain, stretch out your low back and it'll relieve tension. But the problem is, is that your lumbar spine is a it's a stable joint. So the more you stretch it out, the more likely you're going to be weak and inefficient in, in uh, relieving the tension in your low back because you're doing the wrong thing for it. I mean, like everybody's like, oh, like my low back's always tight. So let me stretch it out. It's the same thing as the hamstring stuff. Like my hamstrings are tight. Let me stretch it out. But yet, no matter how much you stretch out, it doesn't do anything. It's because like it's weak or because like 
the stretching out isn't doing the right job. Like you need to stabilize your low back. You by gotta getting... decompress it too. And, and decompress it too. That's also that's, that's different. Crazy. So that's different than stretch. That's different than stretching. And I think people need to understand that decompression is different than stretching. Like I'm not saying like do a couple like I mean cat cows or like whatever like that are, is normal, but like just understand that you'll always have low back pain if you continue to stretch it and don't strengthen your low back. That was my also favorite thing to see was people like uh, my back is tight and they would hyperextend themselves. <laughs> hey, <laughs> like, yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that, that, that's no, exactly that's exactly what you're talking about right now. I'm like, exactly well, what they if your back is tight, you literally just stretch your back in the position that made it tight in the first place hey, or hey, that can make it tighter. You can't exactly. extend your, your spine already arches. So yeah. if your back is tight, you're literally extending into it. And I'm yeah. like, that's not helping you. If anything is going to make it tighter exactly so that was like a big that was like not eye-opening but that was like a just a reminder like i needed the reminder to understand that like no matter how much low back stretching you do like it's not going to help anything out because I, I i don't know why like i just forgot it so it was good for for i had like a conference and the guy reminded me he was like keep stretching your low back and ain't gonna do shit but if you stabilize it you do breathing techniques you do resets you decompress yeah. like those are the ways that you're gonna relieve tension your low back Cause like no matter how many times you stretch, you ain't doing shit, then you're gonna keep complaining about it. Trust me. Yeah, That's that was one. one. Um, let's see, I'm trying to think about a nutrition one off the top of my head, man. I think nutrition up, is I easily the rice one. Rob the rice one's a good one. I think. Um, let's see, another good one. Um, well, the if 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 remember when um if a Fisher macros first came out. Oh yeah, you can eat whatever you want if you're fitting your macros. Yeah, that, that was, was a crazy time. That was such a crazy time. Everybody was people in- was like people was. I don't want to say first came out, but when I feel like when it really really got popularized, it was just kind of like I'm gonna make up all my carbohydrates and rice krispie treats. It's like yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, dude, like pop tarts. Pop tarts got super popular. Oh, pop tarts was like the thing. Oh, pop tarts was a fucking thing, man. Um, that was damn <laughs> like a pre workout for people. Yeah. That, but think about think about how crazy that is. People would do like a pre workout and a pop tart to go yeah. to the gym. Yeah. Crazy. That's that's wild. Sugar? Yeah, that's wild to me. How that's wild. Yeah, the, the sugar mixed in with like that, the the beta alanine and like oh, oh my god, dude. Uh, <laughs> uh, this doesn't have to do with nutrition, but I remember this was a this was advice. Um, and I never took the advice, but this was like something that, that one of my friends told me and I love you to death, but like, I'm not going to say it, but he, this is what he told me. It's like, I, like, I think you should go on steroids, but I'm not going to let you go on steroids until you, you hit 405 on your deadlift. <laughs> You're not strong enough to start, to start doing steroids. Like, but like, once you hit that, like, I'll let you do it. Like, it, it was like, uh, <laughs> I don't know why, like he had to tell me that. Well, like I wasn't looking for steroids, but like he was like, yeah, like I don't, we're not doing that yet. You're not strong enough. Which is, first off, don't do, don't, don't, don't get into it. First of all, that's not. I'm not saying get into it, but like that was just advice that a bodybuilder friend of mine gave me because like that was all. That's what he did. It was like, yeah, but like you're not strong enough to even start taking it. <laughs> okay, cool. I didn't want to take it anyway. <laughs> yeah, the amount of people I found that was doing shit, and I was oh just like. God. Like why, man? <laughs> yeah, it was a, so so for bodybuilding. I think it's part of the sport now. Like obviously, it's, been it's always old, been a part of the sport. Part, it's always been I'm just talking about like regular day. Regular day. old. Remember, I went I went to a gym that was like powerlifting, bodybuilding, heavy, and honestly, yeah. a lot of that should be going on in your LA fitnesses. 
Yeah. A lot of that should be going because you got a lot of those bro guys that go in there, right? But yeah. you would like really be surprised on some of the people that was like taking shit. Like no background, no foundation, just kind of got into the gym six months ago and they want to get big and strong and their yeah. boy's been doing X, Y, and Z. So it's like, I'm going to start on SARMs. And then after I do SARMs, I'm going to start jumping on to some of this higher stuff. And it's like, if you actually just eat and train hard and consistently, you'll probably get all the results that you need for yourself. Like save the steroids for the professional athletes and the bodybuilders. Yeah, especially that you don't know how to use it, and you can just definitely fuck up everything in your body, like your hormones and all that stuff. Yeah, like for the average person wanting to go to the gym and get in shape, you're you're perfectly fine. If, exactly. if you if you are of the top of the top athletes, let's be honest, they're using it. I don't care what y'all think. I'm just being honest yeah. with you that it's going on, and it's been going on since the '80s. So whoever gets outed on it is just because they wanted to make an example. It, it's yeah. happening. Some of yeah. these ways that people are recovering from some of these injuries, the human body does not recover that fast yeah. from some of these. Like, I'm sorry, Aaron Aaron Rodgers is like 40, 40 come something. Come on, bro. And the dude's like, I'm gonna come back from my fucking from my from my Achilles injury in like less than like six months. Fuck you. There's you ever no... sprain your ankle and see how how hard oh it is to come God, back from like, that? So like... <laughs> like, come it's on. So I don't care how much PT. I don't care how much PT and or how much thing you do. There is no way. That dude is like putting like sperm cells in his fucking in his fucking like ankle every day to do that stuff. So just be aware. I think I think people forget there is a significant amount of people that you probably look up to on Instagram or like in the gym that are taking stuff and you don't know. So like don't mirror stop mirroring yourself or stop comparing yourself to other people in general. Cause like you never know what anybody's taking. And a lot of times what people still mis misinterpret is that automatic you automatically get big on steroids. Yes. steroids only helps recovery it like it doesn't like only help recovery yeah, other, it doesn't only help yeah recovery. it doesn't only help recovery but it makes recovery faster so you can train more yeah that's all it is it's not like it increases not- the capacity of what what you're able to do for sure exactly and you'd be surprised on like take taking steroids is not just necessarily just the big muscular jack person like people that pe- people that um don't even look like they're taking steroids yeah can be taking steroids i remember that was a that was a thing there was this guy a uh, recipe to a really strong guy in the powerlifting community my numbers are crazy for my weight class when i competed so it was definitely under the impression that i was using i used to get that shit all the time but i was like no nah, perfectly clean and if i was using it i wouldn't mind telling people but i was like i just never saw the point in it for me and what i want for myself so i just never went down that route yeah so one of the guys always said, like, because he was one that openly used, but he was like, people would never assume that I use because I'm this bigger guy who looks this way. I'm strong, but like I'm expected to be strong the way that I look. Yeah. And someone like you who's like 160 pounds deadlifting over 500 pounds for reps, like they're going to look at you like, oh, yeah, he's automatically using. Yeah. No, I was just really strong and I just like knew how to train right and eat right to get to the point that I was at. Now, uh, I I will admit that for me to go to the level that I feel like I wanted to push into, the conversations in my head would be like I think I would have to. Yeah. And I knew that was something I didn't want to do. You know what I mean? So I was like, for me to be 165 pounds and deadlifting 750 is like, uh, I don't really think that's going to be happening so much with a natural state, you know? So 
now uh, as i was getting more into my career i was just like there's for me to get to this next level in powerlifting when i start looking like the at the longevity part and really being at the top of the top of the top of the top i was like i don't i don't think that's a route that i want to go for myself yeah so that was another big reason of me actually kind of taking a a, a pause there I like that. I, I, I can respect that. I think it's just acknowledging the fact that, like, you were like, all right, well, I know the next steps. I don't want to take that shit. Yeah, it wasn't people... worth it for me. Like, it was, it was like I was building my business. I wanted to grow in these areas that I was at. And it was just like, this isn't going to be worth the reward. And it's not like I was, I wasn't even like marketing myself as like a powerlifting coach to kind of stay in that world. Yeah. You know, so like, if all of that was my market, then maybe I would have just jumped in and said, fuck it. But it, it yeah. never was, so I was just like, eh, like I'm cool on it at this point. I want to kind of live more into the things that I'm attracting at this point. Because like yeah. there would be some people coming to me for like, oh, you can help me with powerlifting, whatever, yada, yada. And I'm like, I really don't like training powerlifting, to be honest. It's just something that I'll kind of do for myself. I can help people get strong as fuck, but Easy. my view on that is not necessarily like the powerlifting scope of it. So I don't really like if people want powerlifting, I send them in people that like literally specifically focus on that type of work because that's like not where my work for the most part like exists in. But I can get anybody strong for like you want day to day shit and you just want to be a savage and that can work. Yeah, it's a different. It's a, it's a different style. For sure. I think. Yeah, I think the last thing that I have off the top of my head is that the only way to get strong is to only do barbells and squats mm. barbell bench and barbell deadlifts those yes. are the only way to become like strong and i think i learned that uh, i learned that super early because i mean those are the kings right so as i grew out of it i was like bro like i can do more whatever trap bar deadlifting or whatever like that it's safer for my back it's something i don't need to do barbell de bench fucking hurts my elbow why the fuck am i gonna keep doing that i can still get strong on a dumbbell bench like I can front squat. I can do fucking how to feel squats. I can do fucking safety bar squats and still get strong. You don't need, there is no specific exercise that you need to get strong. You just need the exercises that work for you that also don't provide pain, but also provide progress. Yeah. That that's was actually going to be one of the ones I brought up where people say like sumo deadlifting is cheating. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I, I guess you fun. can make that, that yeah. argument if you're a power lifter just because it's short in the range of motion, but. But yeah. see, on the other end of it, right, when you start looking at some of the Olympic guys, the Olympic guys will say that sumo stand squatting stuff is cheating. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, so it's, it's funny. It's just like your perspective of it at the end of the day. So, like, I know when I started um, working at my internship, the guy that I was working with, he was really big on, like, high bar squatting kind of being, like, the king more for um, overall leg strength squatting. He's like, there's purpose for the other ones and there's, there's places for it. But he was like, overall, like, that's the king of the kings because that forces the body to work in all of the segments that it needs to. The ankles, the knees. He was like, that's like your true, that's like your true test of squatting strength, being able to do it that way. Yeah. You know? I, can, I, can, I, can, I can see that. I don't think I agree with that. I can see that. Because, like, yeah. I mean, it's just because of all your columns and, and everything being overplaced and, like, the mobility that you need to do it. I I think people forget how powerful front squats can be. Yeah. I think that's also the thing. a big like, front squatter, too. Yeah, I think, yeah. Because at front squat, you have to be in the upright position. So they're basically the same. But, like, 
the amount of course ability that you need to even hold it like in the front in the, in the front and you can't there's here's the thing back squat you can cheat people forget that you can cheat the back squat you can lift it up and then you can arch it you can do whatever you want if you're you can there's a way to cheat it there's almost no way to cheat the front squat because like you can't even spot it either you can't even spot you can't even spot it because like you try to front you try to you try to cheat the front squat that bar is gonna fall yep so that's why I think I always put even though loading and mechanically wise like back squat is like a harder movement I always put front squat ahead because first off it's a lot more technical in the sense of like having to put the bar in front and having to to be able to hold it but it's also like you can't cheat that shit and you see like people all the time like fucking cheat like back squats all the fucking time like half range of motion or whatever like that and like they they stripper squat it you, you stripper squat the front squat that bar's falling yeah so i this is my thought process with it this I could lead us into another conversation that i won't like, jump in now because we're gonna keep yeah, it funny <laughs> Hold me, uh, hold then that's gonna start going into that's the conversation we have with Marcus that one time that um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That old conversation. We're gonna bring him on so we can do this. That motherfucker. I saw the other day trap bar one of his clients was like, you motherfucker. Exactly. Right now. Uh but uh but yeah, there's more of the story there's no one exercise or three exercises that you need to do to become strong like you just find have to find the right exercises for you because i feel like i mean front, I, I think the king of all exercises the king of lower body is rear foot honestly rear foot split squat this is me this is me like if you can be strong on one leg you'd be strong on two legs yeah that's what i say all the time yeah um, and it's yeah. one of those bang for bucks like it's gonna be easy to feel um it's gonna get get you strong as shit and it's going to get you balanced like it does cover a lot of stuff and you don't need a crazy crazy load to make benefit but if you can get it where you can handle a crazy load that's really fucking good even when i I had i had split squatober finish not too long ago and just seeing how and that was just a four-week program next year i'm gonna make it six weeks maybe even eight but um just seeing how much progress people moved and how natural they they got in their squat afterwards like my girl ended up finishing with a, a 155 split squat for three. Nice. Kayla ended up finishing with 145 for three on a split squat. Like, just looking, and I'm like, damn, this isn't even a double leg squat. Like, this yeah. is a split squat. These girls are yeah. 135 in it and up for. Yeah. Wasn't it? And I didn't do a, a one rep max. I did a three rep max. Yeah. Exactly. Just imagine. I just think that was. I thought that was going to be safer for the population. I was doing it anyway, doing a three rep max. I was like, one rep max isn't necessary. But now, even just thinking, I'm like, that means they had the capacity to damn near do a 185 split squat. Yeah. It's hey. fucking crazy, yo. <laughs> fucking crazy. I love. It's I love. Fucking that. crazy, bro. That's it, it, but here's the thing too: is like it. I think the front squat. I mean, not the front squat. I think the the rear foot transfers easily to back squat, and then back squat doesn't transfer easily to rear foot because you're on one foot. Um, so like the stronger you get on one foot, the stronger you're gonna be able to squat and whatever like that. But yeah. the last this this was see you re- you keep reminding me of shit. Last thing is that you also don't need to one red max anything. Yes. There you go. That's also a good one. Like I forgot about that when you told me about the rear adult the rear adult gentleman. You're fucking. Just, <laughs> uh, and if there's but, one thing you don't want to one red max, yeah, it's one red definitely max, yeah. your rear delts. <laughs> yeah, don't don't rip. 
never one rep max accessory movements like only compound that's one because like i've seen people tear fucking biceps like on 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 instagram because like they fucking want to do a one rep max curl which is stupid don't do those but also you don't need to one rep max all the time or ever really like, do you I look don't... at the one do you look at the barbell curl as this um as an isolation movement i do okay I do. I don't know. Um, I mean, like, it can be, it, it, it can, it can't not be, but like, for me, like, I think about it more as an aesthetic, aesthetically pleasing movement. For sure. Like, a, like, a actual, like, movement, movement. So, like, I just, like, I, I just do barbell curls because, like, you can get, you can get your, your biceps fucking strong by doing pull ups all day. Yeah. Like, those gymnasts are fucking yoked and all they do is fucking pull themselves up. So, um, but yeah, you don't have to one max anything. I don't think, especially like, the level of if you're not powerlifting, first of all, you don't. Safe, I I, I agree with you. I like threes. I like fives threes. a little too much for me. People who do fives, that's a little too much. But I think those are safer bets all the time. But five has a place, I guess, when you're kind of looking at that sub max maximal exactly. effort. Yeah. But for, for like the average person, two to three rep max, I think it's it's fine just as a way to go heavy and to be healthy. Yeah. Um, I do think this place for one rep maxing, but I think you should save that for a very specific trained individual. Yes. yes. And even think, that should be kind of limits on how you you do that. Yeah, I think it, the level of experience that you need to actually be able to pro, to do a true what rep max is like is more insane than people think. Because like they'll, yeah, I think I think people don't understand like they'll one rep max like fucking preteens and teenagers. I'm like, dude, like they don't even have the capacity to understand where their fucking feet are. Like, yeah. I get some to load up the bar to do one rep and then expect the one rep to be perfect. Like, you load it up a little bit less, you do three to five. Like, kids, like, I'm cool with fives because like, they need the volume and they need to understand biomechanically where they need to be. But, like, yeah. if you say, like, adults, three is perfect because, like, they understand, they have an understanding of their body by now. And, like, one rep, like, if you have, like, a serious athlete, like, I'm cool with that. But I don't, I don't run one rep. Right now, I don't one rep anybody, honestly. I can't remember the last time I one rep somebody, to be honest. I don't think I've done it. That was the thing of me more earlier in my fitness uh, as a, like, coaching career. Um, But I also think that was a place that I was in, too. Yeah. But, like, as you kind of get older, you, you do realize, like, your one rep max really isn't that important. No. Like, you think it is. Yeah. I just think, like, just being strong as fuck and just having the ability to do certain things is, is just important. Yeah. It's really like an ego stroke with shit like that. Like, especially now with a lot of the work that I'm doing, I got people swinging around big ass bells and sandbags and shit like that. Like, we're not thinking about one rep maxes, bro. Like, throwing the 250 pound sandbag over our back. Like, no, you don't need that shit. I think, I think repeated effort and work capacity has a bigger plate. Three things strength, work capacity, and repeated effort with the work capacity and the strength or. Is repeated effort the same thing as work capacity? Or yeah, three yeah. of the biggest things that I focus on with clientele and just in general. Because if you're that, if you're that way, instead of like pure power and pure strength, I mean, like, I mean, you almost never need that, but it's also good to have. Yeah, that makes sense. And the ability to do things one time is great, but some some max effort and like repeatability. And and honestly, we're speaking from a population of of what we work with and just like what people say that when they want to be generally in shape and strong, like this is really what people mean. Yeah. This is really what people mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fun episode, man. That was a good one. 
you didn't walk around with any, if you didn't walk out with anything, you know, you should never um, max out on your rear delts. Never fucking max out your rear delts. Oh, last one. Uh, cardio doesn't help you lose fat. Okay, cool. I'm done. And um, cardio doesn't affect your strength gains. Yes, that's also a good one. Unless you're literally just running a marathon, if you go out and run a mile, two to three miles, you'll be perfectly fine, guys. You're not going to get weaker from that. Exactly. Yeah, we forgot about that one. That was a good one. That was an easy, an easy solve. We all need to get deep into that one. Yeah, but yeah, car- cardio or or jogging and running and stuff like that doesn't ensure that you're gonna have a shit ton of fat fat loss. Mm-hmm. Still a calorie yeah. in, calorie out thing, and it's just oh. it just kind of goes into what your whole formula is, right? I think you should have a formula of fat loss. We we've been through this. Listen to one of the older episodes. We we yeah. spoke about it. And they're done that. But it's still funny to hear because people still yeah. think that, and people still think that doing a thousand crunches are gonna get them abs. So exactly. Or doing tens of thousands of miles is gonna help them lose the fat. It's not. It's not. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> no. uh, you got any you got any closing words for the people, Evan? Nah, man. I think that's about it. Again, like we've been doing this for six ish much now, and we just appreciate everybody listening. Like again, this was just a thought. And the thought became a reality, and then all of a sudden, like we're fucking taking this seriously, and all that stuff. Also, before I before we forget, there's a website up, so you can follow us, like learn a little oh. bit about us. All of our content is up there with all the links that you need. Um, so I mean, just save it on your taskbar. We drop everything new, and it also it's also on there. So I'm having to go to YouTube if you guys don't want to go through YouTube. BuildingSavagesPodcast.com. Yes, sir. That yes, is sir. it. Look it up. So we'll start plugging that at the beginning of the episodes too. So thank you for reminding us about that. I got you. All right, man. Thank you guys for another uh, listen. What wherever you're listening from, whether it's Mars, Germany, U.S., your iPhone, your laptop, YouTube, Spotify, all of that. Thank you okay. guys for tuning in. Make sure you like and subscribe. Set your notification bells for future content to come because we're gonna keep delivering week after week. Boom, boom, boom. Yes, yes, sir. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Mm Mm-hmm.